This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, calling all data science experts, the National Institutes of Health is apparently having trouble recruiting you. Some new but much needed accommodations for Coast Guard personnel who have recently given birth. And one senator is looking to help you get your passport before summertime ends. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The National Institutes of Health is having trouble recruiting data science experts. But before NIH tries to bring more qualified candidates on board, it needs to figure out the skills it already has in its current workforce. A new report from the Government Accountability Office says by making those determinations, NIH will be able to figure out the exact skills it needs to hire for. Until it can address its data science skills gap, GAO says NIH risks being able to effectively administer tens of billions of dollars and annual research grants. Another agency has made plans to increase in-office work for its staff. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. Employees at the Agency for International Development, or USAID, will soon have to be in the office three days per week. Agency leaders are planning to make the change in a phased approach, fully implementing the office re-entry by late September. USAID is one of several agencies that have recently announced plans to return feds to the office more often. That's after the Office of Management and Budget called on agencies to increase meaningful in-office work as part of post-pandemic plans. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Coast Guard will allow nursing mothers facilities and privacy to pump breast milk according to new guidance. The directive says a clean, private space should be provided with access to cold storage and water for cleaning equipment. The rule includes shipboard environments. Women must be given the time away from their duties to express milk. The new guidance comes as a result of the Providing Urgent Maternal Protections for Nursing Mothers Act, known as PUMP, that was passed by Congress as part of fiscal 2023 appropriations. The Defense Department's service branches have similar programs in place. A former mail carrier's religious discrimination case against the Postal Service doesn't end at the Supreme Court. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman explains. The Supreme Court is clarifying the standard for employers to reject religious accommodations in the workplace. The court, in a unanimous opinion, says employers must honor those religious accommodations unless they would result in substantial increased costs. But the specifics of a case brought by a former rural letter carrier will get another day in court. The former carrier claims USPS didn't accommodate his request to not work Sundays. The Supreme Court is sending the case back to the Third Circuit of the U.S. Court of Appeals to rehear the case based on its new standard. The appeals court previously ruled in favor of USPS. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Small Business Administration Administrator Isabella Guzman will be on the hot seat on July 13th, trying to explain to House lawmakers the drastic differences between two separate pandemic fraud estimates. House Small Business Committee lawmakers called the hearing after SBA's inspector general found the agency's pandemic loan program suffered for more than $200 billion in fraud. This is in stark contrast to the agency's own analysis that estimated only about $36 billion in fraud. Lawmakers say the drastic discrepancies are made worse by what they say is a lack of adequate plan to recoup those stolen taxpayer funds. 
The State Department is dealing with a backlog in passport applications at the height of the summer travel season. Senator James Lankford says he's working on legislation that would give the department more ways to handle its caseload. Lankford says his upcoming bill would require the department to develop a reserve workforce it can reassign to support passport services during periods of high demand. The bill would also require the National Passport Information Center to launch new customer support tools for individuals waiting on a passport. The bill would prevent passport service employees from teleworking if the department exceeds an average of 12 weeks to issue passports. NITAC CIO SP4 acquisition is thrown into further disarray. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. GAO yesterday upheld 98 protests from companies who were eliminated in phase one of the competition to win a spot on the CIO SP4 contract. GAO found NITAC fell short in two areas when evaluating bids for this $50 billion IT services GWAC. First, GAO says NITAC's record doesn't show it reasonably evaluated the Phase 1 offers. Second, GAO says NITAC didn't reasonably determine which proposals would advance to the next stage of competition. GAO recommended NITAC reevaluate proposals for Phase 1. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Space Force needs to strengthen its capabilities before it can defend itself against counter space attacks. That's according to a new report from the Mitchell Institute, which found the emerging threat from foreign adversaries make the U.S. vulnerable to having its space capabilities disarmed or disabled. The report says the service does not have the resources or the technology to protect satellites, communication, and command and control in space. Space Force leaders say they need a new training model and faster adoption of new technology to counter the threat. The Government Accountability Office calls out challenges with the new national cyber strategy. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. GAO says the Biden administration needs to identify the specific resources and investments behind the national cyber strategy issued in March. In a new report, GAO recommends the Office of the National Cyber Director quickly finalize an implementation plan that identifies specific agency goals and priorities. And GAO also calls out the vacant National Cyber Director position. Kemba Walden has served as acting national cyber director since February, and several lawmakers have called on President Joe Biden to name her as nominee for the permanent role. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. And the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is trying to convince more critical infrastructure organizations to let the agency help monitor their networks for cyber threats. In a notice published this week, CISA pitched organizations on its Cyber Sentry program. It provides voluntary participants with sensing and monitoring tools for both information technology and operational technology networks. CISA says it's specifically looking to partner with companies and organizations that provide so-called national critical functions. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Eric White.